How will you meet your goals this year instead of finding yourself disappointed next December? Keep listening. Welcome to the Wallet Win Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. A couple of years ago, we noticed we were starting to fall into a slump. We were, I think we had- That's a nice way to say it. Three babies in four years and a, and a new business, kind huh. of tossed in the middle of that. Um, and we were just kind of living eyes focused. You know, if you were going through a forest on a hike, it was like our eyes were on our boots. Mm-hmm. We weren't looking up ahead. We weren't looking around. We weren't looking behind. It was just survival as we gained the skills and competence we needed to learn how to be parents of three very young children mm-hmm. and how to how to get a business off the ground. So being kind of in a slump in most other areas of our life was in some ways expected and appropriate. Because we were focused on what we needed to learn in those moments. Sure. A lot of our time and energy and effort was uh, being focused on all those other things. Yes. So it wasn't there for all the other parts of our life right then. Right. Tons of huge goals or dreams or big projects. They, They kind of had to, they were there. They were inside of us. It just wasn't the right moment to let them brew to the surface, if you will. Mm. But then we started realizing our bandwidth began to increase. We were getting a little more sleep at night. And we began to itch and just, not physically, interiorly (laughs) itch and feel like it was time to begin looking forward again. Time to take some of these things that have gone a little bit dormant and put them back into action. And so we began planning the new year, I think in uh, December of 2019, we sat down Mm -hmm. and we had seen a mentor of ours had suggested a resource I'm about to mention to you. Um, And we planned out all of 2020. Oh man, it looked good. It did look good. It looked good. It was packed with things that we were excited about. It was packed with adventure and it was the year, it was finally like a year we were really looking forward to. <laughs> and it was really good that it was in dry erase marker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we lived in, in the two and a half months at the start of the year. We got a, we got two trips in. We got a trip out to Denver to it see was friends. Uh, we, we went down to Orlando, Disney World, and we literally flew home March um, 10th or 11th, 2020, and the next day, it was announced that the world was in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the dryer waste board and just went, "Woo!" <laughs> there <laughs> goes everything. Every, and, you know, we raced maybe two months out. And then we just had to keep erasing. Just had to keep erasing on that thing. <laughs> but the practice was still there. Mm-hmm. And we decided the next year to do it again for 2021. And there were still some things on there that needed to be dry erased out. And... But the practice was there, and we're, we're, we've just now gotten ready to prepare to do this again for 2022. And we want to take you into that process with us mm-hmm. because it gave us so much clarity and focus and action um, that I want to break this down for others. Yeah. So the, the first 
step here is get a really big calendar. Yes. A year calendar on one big sheet. So you can get this off of supply stores, probably on Amazon. There's some, yeah. Um, of course. The- our favorite one, they stopped making, yeah. of course. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We personally, we use... um. Planner pad. Planner pad for our day planners, and they had this. They had a really good one. Really great year planner. One side was one year, the next side was the next year, so, so you, was, you only had to get it every other year. It was great. It was great, but they discontinued it. We bought we have at a glance, and it's really big, and it's not as good. But anyway, it's serving it's what its we purpose, got. So, and the, maybe I'd say a really important thing about this is that it's dry erase. Dry erase. So it's, it's going to be a big piece of paper laminated. Dry erase, big enough so that when you're standing several feet away, you can kind of still see mm-hmm. the squares and what's written in it. Yeah, you need to be able, able to write see the on the days. Year. All at once. All at once. You don't need to flip any pages. You don't need to flip it over all at once. And that's important because you're planning the whole year. Mm -hmm. And you can see when you're looking at it all at once, oh, you know, going on a vacation in July or whatever. And you can see that, right? You have that written in, the arrows going across all the days. You see that as a chunk of time, Mm -hmm. even when you're looking over in March, and you, you still see, you still have some of that visual input coming into you as you're planning everything out, even if you're not necessarily focused on those days. You're still receiving right. that information as you plan. And I found it, every year we've done this, I find it very motivating. I'm just a, I, I'm a person who likes to have a carrot out in front of me. Um, I am motivated by seeing adventures on my calendar, of seeing fun things coming, of seeing celebrations. Um, I like fun. And so when I get to see my calendar and how there's birthdays sprinkled around and there's a getaway night for John and I, and then there's this cool event at church, that just makes me happy. And if I'm having a time in the afternoon where I'm feeling a little down or I'm getting ants in my pants, all I got to do is look at my calendar and see all of the cool things coming, all of the things we've already done this year. And then I get to kind of embrace that present moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. I'd say the kids really enjoy it too because mm, yeah. they can see where Christmas is and how close or far away it is. Their birthdays, vacations, other things they're looking forward to. It's easy to help them visualize time. Yes. And below our ginormous big fat calendar, we have a monthly calendar. Yes. And I think the the importance here is that you want to be able to, with that giant one, you want to see the year at a glance. But you're not going to be writing the granular nitty-gritty stuff on that. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have a dry erase monthly calendar that we fill out at the start of every month. And this is where things that are just going to be on our shared calendar are going to go. I'm not going to put on my year calendar that the girls have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday at Mm -hmm. at 1 o'clock. I'm going to put that on the monthly calendar also in our and then you know my planner plan. slash our family online calendar mm-hmm. those are the places i'm going to put something like that yeah which days they're going in to the homeschool co-op or which days the babysitters are coming over or any of that stuff yeah that's on the monthly calendar we don't write that on the yearly because no. then it'd be too much you wouldn't be able to understand what's going on uh when you're looking at the year because every spot would be covered with writing exactly so the details get written on that monthly and then the, in your planner um, but we just, we really love this giant year 
big huge oh, yeah. calendar people come over they They're love like, looking Whoa. at it <laughs> oh my goodness you guys are organized but here's the trick if you only we're knew. actually not organized we're not type a we're not people like that at all and in some ways we had to do this so that we got you got know anything done <laughs> got it. <laughs> not necessarily that extreme but um you know it provides order and structure when that's not necessarily our natural tendencies or strengths it helps us, if that makes sense, because there's a certain level of just planning and organization that every individual person on earth needs to have. Mm-hmm. I think and if you're running a family, you just have to do certain things. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important. That's why we're talk- we are talking about this today, because it's not just for these yeah super militant type A, march, march, like get it no. all done people. No. I'd say a lot of us are in this spot. And it's not just for slackers are going to sit on the couch and watch every video that's available on Netflix and eat chips all day. No. Nope. Like, I'd say most of us are there in the middle where, yeah, if we're just left on our own, yeah, we'll get a couple things done. But we're kind of a little bit. tired of that feeling every year. Of like, oh, another year's gone by. Hmm. Instead of like, yeah, I think I think we nailed this one. Mm-hmm. Look at everything we did. Look at what I accomplished. That's where we wanted to be. That's where we've been able to get. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about it today because we want you to be there too. Yes. So, okay, the fun part, the fun part. This is always my favorite. So you have the giant calendar. Mm-hmm. But now, how do you know what to put on it? Mm. It could be intimidating looking at it. If you're the type of personality who, if you see a blank piece of paper and somebody says create something and you have a panic attack, because you'd rather just have somebody tell you what you're going to do, mm. <laughs> then this could be overwhelming for you. Uh, but that is what all of us are given. We're all given a blank slate with our time. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us to do something and create something with that. Uh, and nobody else can tell us what to do. And if we listen to what other people say and we do what they tell us, then we're not living our life. We're living their life. We're living someone else's life or society's expectations for our life, etc. So... Um, sit down and do the work of figuring out what's going to happen in this next year. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be some of the big rocks of just, yep, there's a family reunion. Or these are the birthdays of people in our family. You know, you get down some of those not, you know, hits Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Get the big rocks down of things that are just going to be. Mm. It's really good to start with those. Yeah. It's kind of like, and I don't know if I'd recommend this for a car or anything, but um, I've heard some people say things, you know, it was like, you get a new car, you need to just take the key out, give it a little scratch, right from the what? beginning, because then <laughs> it's like, hey, it's already scratched, life can happen to it, I'm okay. <laughs> I would not recommend that, but I appreciate the idea behind it. Sure. So you get a couple of you write this big blank calendar, oh, do I put on it, I don't want to mess it up, I want to put the wrong mm-hmm. thing on it, we'll put on those ones that are definitely going to go on it, birthdays, things that are on there, you know, events you already know are happening and now okay there's some writing on there now yes you've gotten used to writing on it you've put something down you're in the mood to continue putting things on and you can get start getting creative and now you can actually go into planning the stuff that you really want to have happen now you have context and you have information so you're not going to accidentally schedule that vacation for when uh uh-oh this kid is going to be receiving their first communion that week and now we have to cancel that Mm. that's you're going to 
lessen the likelihood of stuff like that happening because you've already wrote down the things you're already obligated to. So now you see all the free pockets and the seasons where you're going to be busier and maybe you're going to take your foot off the gas for of doing big adventures and things like that because you're just going to be focused on home base and getting through X, Y, and Z. And then you've got a couple of seasons that are maybe a little more laissez-faire. There's not many obligations and it's almost just up to you to decide what to get, you get to do. And that can be really exciting. So what we recommend doing, some people do this in one night. It never works out that way for us because I like to rehash things a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> and so this looks more like, uh, so some couples could just have a date night out, you know, go out for dinner and drinks, take some notepads with you. Uh, and you're, you're more or less creating kind of your vision board for this next year. You're writing down the things that you would love to see happen, the things that have been priorities that you haven't, it's just not been the time, blah, blah, blah. Writing down the trips you want to take, um, kind of doing some reflections and seeing if there's anything that's come up in your heart over the last year that now you want to move into this next year. Um, and you're going to sit down and let those bubble to the surface and then talk about that. So again, some people get that done in a four-hour date. For John and I, I think that that is, we we tend to have that over four or five different nights, usually paired with Moscow mules. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of our go-to. Like, if we're going to be talking about- Going to make some decisions. If we're going to make decisions- Let's get out those copper mugs. It's usually over a mule. <laughs> it's not a glass of wine night. It's not a beer. It's a mule night. <laughs> um, and we usually will have, what, four or five of those- Scattered between... Not four or five Moscow mules. No. Oh, my goodness. One. One. Four or five of these nights scattered between November and December mm-hmm. just to get us ready for that new year. Yes. And it's it's easy. It's also good to do this year at a time or to think about the year. Because I say a lot of us, our brains are just set up to think about the year. Oh, a year from now, I'd like blank to happen. Now, for a year from now, I want to see this in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, you can figure out that, and then you can start walking back the goal of how am I going to get there? What are the littler steps along the way? Right. Uh, what do I need to do to actually work towards this thing? So, for example, you throw a Disney cruise on December 2022. Well, what's that going to cost? And here you are now in December of 2021. Well, if you want to make it really easy on your life, here's what you're going to do. Take the cost, divide it by 10, because I think you have to be paid in full 60 days mm-hmm. in advance. Mm-hmm. We know this because we're about to do this. <laughs> and then you just save that every month. And, then and that's it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really simple and painless instead of a scurry and a rush around later in the year. And you've seen it and had the foresight to make it a priority in your budget the whole year. Um, or you want to run a half marathon in the spring. Well, and now you're going to get to kind of mark off when you want to start training. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to see that already as you're going into the year. And so these goals are going to be, you're going to get to strategically place them throughout the year um, to give them time and bandwidth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pile everything in the same month. And this is going to be a way, it'll increase your likelihood of getting a lot of things done because mm-hmm. you've spaced them out and not just try to load everything into the same week. Yes, you can prepare. You know what's happening. For another example from our life, if you're going to go on a big camping adventure, mm. certain campgrounds open the reservations 
three months ahead of time, six months ahead of time, a year ahead of time. Yep. So you need to research where you want to go when it's available and mark it on your calendar when you need to log on again and get your spot. Yeah. So actually recently, Jonathan and I, we knew we wanted to go to um, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I almost said Yosemite. That's California. Yellowstone and Grand Tetons is going to be summer 2022. The last couple of weeks in June, we're going to be doing that. And we knew their reservation system. Some open a year in advance, some are six months. And so we sat down maybe a couple of weeks ago and booked out as many campgrounds as we could get. Mm -hmm. And then the ones that we knew weren't available until, you know, a little bit later in the year, we set calendar alarms in our digital calendars to remind us, hey, this is coming up tomorrow. Wake up at 6 a.m. and get in there and (laughs) snatch the last spot, you know, because it's going to go quick. Uh, and we had, if we didn't do that, there's a very real chance we would have not been able to even stay in the national park. Mm-hmm. We would have been at some other campground off of the premises because we didn't plan ahead enough. Yes. And so being able to look at our year and plan that is what allowed us to even get the foresight to know when we needed a book. Mm-hmm. And these are examples, of course, from our life, but I'm sure in the things that you want to get done uh, in the next 360 so days. Uh, you need to work ahead on some of those. You need to plan it ahead. Yep. You need to reserve your spot for the 5K or the half marathon or whatever it is that you want to do. And planning ahead, thinking about the year ahead all at once helps you see and understand because maybe you start doing a little bit of research on some of this stuff later in the year. And you can understand and realize, oh, yeah, good thing I'm doing this now. Otherwise, I might not get to do it if I waited too long. Yep. All right. So we talked about the big fat calendar. We talked about having kind of these dream vision board sessions. Maybe it's a night. Maybe it's four or five nights with mules like us. Um, And now you are putting things on the calendar. And you're breaking down maybe some of the goals that need to kind of accompany the thing that you want to have happen in the year. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times things aren't just a instantaneous there's an on-ramp there's a planning process there's preparation and now you get to do that and it increases the likelihood of that thing happening which is exciting and in another podcast episode we can link to it in the show notes we did talk about um you know how does our family make sure these big dreams and goals that we have for the year happen and we do the work in what we call our weekly family meeting where we talk about Uh, What makes our family unique? We talk about, um, what's that thing? The rallying cry cry. that we have. It's anywhere from, you know, a two-month to a six-month rallying cry, something we're working on. And then we get to check in on kind of the progress in different areas of our life and rate them red, yellow, or green and discuss the ones that need attention. We detailed that process in a different episode. You can go listen to that. But the kind of the marriage between this big picture planning and the weekly tactical meetings that's how your dreams will end up you'll you'll know what they are and then you'll be able to carry them out Mm -hmm. and say yes to to what those are in your life yes so we'd love to hear what you're working on what you're excited about in the next year you can send us a voicemail Mm -hmm. by going to walletwin.com slash voicemail or click on the link in the show notes if you liked this or any other episode of waltwin podcast we'd love for you to share it with a friend that'll help them and it'll help the show grow and help more folks. 
Until next time, bye, bye for, for now. now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.